time for history, and we're going to talk about Egypt and the Fertile Crescent. So, let's begin. Good afternoon, class. Thank you for joining us here on Everyday Heroes, the series that covers all things informational, educational, but still very fun. Today we're going to have a history class and talk quickly about what is known as the Fertile Crescent. So this is a uh, subject that I had to study growing up, uh, usually between fifth and eighth grade. However, if you take anthropology or geography or anything like that, you probably go into it again. And I believe some of my high school classes uh, as well talked about that too. So the Fertile Crescent, once considered the cradle of civilization, uh, is among the Tigris, Euphrates, and Nile rivers, and it once led to an abundance of riches. Now the depletion of these resources had led to strife in the Middle East. So if you guys know your rivers and your geography, the Nile River, one of the biggest rivers over there, of course, the Tigris and Euphrates, which are there, but I believe they're smaller than they used to be. That's probably just due to climate and um, uh, geography and how it changes. So we're pulling off of nationalgeographic.org. Uh, they actually have an education site. So this is uh, something right off of there. And this is a quick little entry we're going to go over and just discuss it. So named for its rich soils, the Fertile Crescent, often called the Cradle Civilization, is found in the Middle East. Because of this region's relatively abundant access to water, the earliest civilizations were established here, including the Sumerians. The Sumerians are one of the first civilizations that goes way back. Um, but the area covers what is now southern Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Palestine, Israel, Egypt, and even into parts of Turkey and Iran. Two of the main rivers, as we mentioned, the Tigris and Euphrates, regularly flooded and now also runs through it too. Irrigation agriculture developed here because of the soil found near the rivers. So very important key points here. What we have today as the majority of the Middle East is what the Fertile Crescent was, which explains why so many places were able to survive and strive. Um, and due to the amount of water and the amount of the good soil, you would obviously develop irrigation agriculture. Irrigation obviously use um, how you, excuse me, how you use the water and agriculture. Well, that's about a little bit of everything, mainly things like farming and um, what's it called? Uh, even, even far, or yeah, I'm sorry, farming as well as uh, raising animals, as well as having people because you need water to survive. It not only helped people survive, though, but it also allowed good trade routes, and soon its natural riches brought travelers in and out of the Fertile Crescent. This led to an exchange of culture and ideas. The advancements were writing, aka cuneiform, math, and religion, which all developed there. So trade routes are super important, especially at this time, guys. Uh, this is how you did your stuff. If you needed something, you had to travel miles and miles between countries to find other people who have things different than what you have. So if you need something somebody else has that you don't, you hop on your, your horse, your caravan, whatever it is, you travel, you trade, you do whatever, you come back home, and boom, that's how it gets done.
Now, advancements in things like writing. Well, obviously that is super important. Not only would you need it to trade, but writing allowed people to communicate in a way that everybody can kind of understand. Now, Egypt, Egypt or Egyptians as well, are known for hieroglyphics. And while not everybody knows how to read them directly, many of the images that are carved are somewhat generally represented in things. You have things that represent sky, things that represent earth, uh, life and death, birth, um, animals, people. You have, you know, weapons, you have trees. So there was a lot of imagery that was used, but you got to a point where writing became somewhat what we have today, obviously in an earlier form. Math, also super important. Not my favorite subject, guys. I will admit that as a teacher, I am not super fond of math, but math was very important. Obviously, as far as trading, you have to know how to make equal uh, numbers for everything. And at some point, you do end up using gold and silver and then up through until we have money to obviously count. But math also helps you see what you need. If you're running low on supplies, you need to be able to tally what you need left. If you are over in supplies, you can know what you might be able to get rid of or sell. And then, of course, religion. And religion also, similar to importance of goods, religion, is this, this is one way that it spreads so much throughout the world. Because you bring religions from the Middle East to India, to China, to Russia, and you circle eventually overseas to America, North and South. And then even in the specific, you have the United States, you have Canada, you know, you have all those little places that eventually came to be, and all of those places share different religious views, which generally are supposed to be positive and helpful. And that is what, you know, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a way to share beliefs in a way to get everybody to come together and kind of be as one. Unfortunately, as time passed, challenges have arisen in the Fertile Crescent. Uh, Turkey, Syria, and Iraq all depend on the waters flowing, and increased population demands from urbanization have depleted the once fertile soil. The construction of multiple dams has also put more pressure on the area, leading to lower water output and quality. Excuse me. As a result, much of the volume has declined to the point where nations utilizing the Euphrates have to negotiate solutions to ensure each has access to needed water. All right, so we don't do the politics on this show here. However, just to point out, urbanization, basically how cities and towns become, causes a lot of problems for natural resources. Unfortunately, here, they do have a lot of problem with their water, and we're at the point, or possibly still at the point where you do have to divvy it up to make sure. Keep in mind, guys, while there is an ocean all around us, it's not usable water. Safe drinking water is far and few, especially in places like this that may not be as um, urbanized as where we are, where I am here. So you do have to be careful. And again, this is one of the negatives when it comes to being popular or being very fertile soil area, is that you do get a lot of people. And with a lot of people comes more stuff. And with more stuff, well, you kind of get where this is going. So the environmental strain on the once lush and thriving area has been cited as a secondary reason for tensions in the region, including conflicts in Syria. 
political issues become entangled with geographical problems, and the result was a battle for the region, which began in the early 2000s. While the current state of the Furrow Crescent is awash with uncertainty, its status as the cradle of civilization remains intact. So again, you know, they brought up the, uh, the issues, stuff like that. But as I just mentioned, that's the thing. And the environment is not a abundant forever resource. And everybody needs to have something from it, which is why you get so many problems and conflicts. So while the area today is kind of in, you know, in uh, a mess and it's up in the air, we can say that from the get-go, this is one reason why that area was so popular and so rich and so um, abundant to have life. And for all the bad and good, we are glad to have an area like that that was able to start a civilization in that area. Who knows if we hadn't had that, or maybe it would have been somewhere else. I don't know. But without the Fertile Crescent, it would have been a lot more difficult to get a lot of things done. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us at class. If you have any questions on your notes, let me know. We're happy to talk about it some more. As always, thanks for watching. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new day of fun. Until then, stay curious. Bye, guys.